Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. My name is David Baxter in the studio once again with Madison Clark to review the tight loss against the top of the table demons on the weekend. The Saturday afternoon clash against the Pies at the SCG and everything else. Sydney Swans, Mads, how are you, mate? Are you going all right? I am going all right. I, I'm over over the loss. Got over it pretty quickly, actually. Yep. Um. We'll, we'll delve into it. I won't say too much As now. we always do, Mads. Um, but very excited, Deeble. And the reason I'm excited right at this very moment is because you and I are going to Sydney on the weekend. We are. The boys, True Bloods on the road. We are making our way up to the SCG on Saturday afternoon. So, yes, we will... You know, I think that could be a little bit of content getting around, Mads. Hope. On the You'd True Bloods socials. But we're looking forward to that. But... And you, you did make your way to the MCG on Saturday night. Um, I did. What, what was the overwhelming emotion coming out of the, the loss on the weekend? The overwhelming emotion was that I'm sick to death of Melbourne supporters. And <laughs> That's not something new for you, Matt. Do, do you know what, Debs? It just has this – because they were celebrating like it was a prelim final win, right? It just has heartbreak written all over it, Debs. It does. It does. I, I do like them getting up and about. And no, it's it, it's good. It's good. But ha, ha, I mean, they're very arrogant teams. What was the crowd size? Thirty five. Still pretty piss poor. Pretty piss poor. <laughs> pretty piss know, poor night. I know you're playing um an in, interstate side, but for a club that that was you know soon to be eight and zip. 35K is pretty piss poor. Yeah, 100%. Not even bloody winter yet, Dave. So can't even get, into, get up to Hotham yet. That's it. Yeah, yeah. as we uh, mentioned, the uh, the snow holidays are being put on the back burner for the Ds with the with them playing decent footy at the moment. Oh, the next 10 snow holidays are being put on the back burner, Debs, if you'd listen to the uh, absolute garbage coming out of their mouths in the MCC. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, they, it was like a prelim final win, Debs. Were there were there any verbal stashes on the weekend? No, they, no, I was with I was with the father, and we were both uh, just just tucking into a couple of beers, just a couple of beers and a couple of pies. We we weren't certainly. It's not like when you go and play Richmond, right? Yeah, that's always it's it's an aggressive encounter. And these Melbourne supporters are the types of supporters, uh, the, well, the ones we were near anyway, that, that sort of don't know the names of Sydney players. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know. It's null it's, and void it's their null, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they just seem quite fair weather. Yeah, look, there's... But we, we got touched up, Debs. Yeah, we did a little bit. We did, but we were really there and thereabouts, which is... But unfortunately, against a, a, what is a good side in Melbourne at the moment, playing some good footy, when you're there and thereabouts, that doesn't get it done it doesn't in this cut competition. It doesn't cut the mustard, Debs. It does not cut the mustard mads. <laughs> I wanted to get mads out there. But yes, no, that definitely doesn't cut the mustard. But and, and Do you know what? I read a couple of articles today after. They're like, oh, this one's lost no fans. Um, against Melbourne, jeez, oh, it was a good first half. Second half was, I thought we were pretty average. Didn't execute. Yeah, um, should have stolen it. Really, we were just peppering the forward line in the last quarter. Yeah, um, it was, their back six stood up really, oh, really mate, well. That, I think that's the big thing to come out of the game for me was how impressive that back six was. Uh, just it's. Really what we used to do a lot is, you know, uh, that that repeat inside 50 game and absorb absorb that pressure. And I I think that sort of showed a bit of our our ball movement and intent with the ball coming forward. It wasn't really clear and concise, but it was a tough night out there to be, you know, very effective with the footy, um, you know, the the short hit-up leads inside that forward 50. That wasn't really happening. But, see, they were doing that, right? So it it looked for me, and I was sitting – Level one, 
row C, right? So I'm pretty close to the action. Yeah. And it sort of looked, when they had the ball, it looked like it wasn't slippery at all. When we had the ball, it looked like we were on skating on ice, yeah. you know. Um, it, it wasn't It wasn't pretty. We didn't execute. They did execute. They executed a lot better around the stoppages. Um, we got smashed there. Even though I, I know we won the clearances by a fair amount, but, geez, we, yeah. You know, th- that, that back six for Melbourne, really very hard to get around. Not Buddy's conditions either. Yeah, yeah. Buddy got a little bit of a touch-up, and that's sort of what you get when you're a bit of a... I won't say what I was going to say. What were you going to uh, say, nah, Debs? No, nah, Debs, It's, it's inappropriate on. for the pod. Um, but <laughs> Nothing's inappropriate for the pod. It is, if we had female listeners. Oh, right, okay. You know, you've got to be nice about these things sometimes, Mads. 2021, Debel. Yeah, but with, with Buddy, you know, being in one week and out the next, um, it, it really showed on the weekend that, he, you know, he couldn't come into a high-pressure game, which it was. It was that sort of, you know, 90% nearly finals intensity, like around the contest and the way the ball was coming out from us. It just showed that he was a step off the pace on the weekend, buddy. I was just about buddy. to say, yeah. finals. It was definitely finals-like. Yeah. Um, like a, not quite there, but, you know, as close as you get for a, a normal, you know, home-and-away game. But yeah, that look it just showed he needs some a bit bit more continuity, and it looked like he was out on the training track today. So hopefully, you know, just a game builder because you know what he did a couple of weeks ago. You know, kicking five against GWS, I think it was. Yeah, like that. That was very impressive. Come back in, but you know, then he he missed the game after that, didn't he? Missed the game after that. Oh, missed two with the knee. That's right. That's the one he did with the knee. So you, you can't. He's thirty five. It's going to be hard coming in and out of the side, and I think this might be the realisation. Is he 35? Something like that. 34? He's got to be. Jeez. Yeah, contract up next year. So, yeah, it's just a sort of a coming, like, bit of reality check on probably what to expect from Buddy. You know, you're going to get your your burst-out games of kicking five snags, and then you're going to have these ones where he doesn't get near it and got absolutely torn up by a good defender. I'd still rather him than sinkers, Debs. Yeah, sinkers. Jeez, I, I think he makes way this week. We thought he was making way on the weekend, and that that's probably where we got it wrong on the weekend. Was it too many tools? Too many tools. Hayden McLean, oh. Kelsey. Well, yeah, I mean, it was actually meant to rain more than it did. Yeah. So, which he, which is more surprising, Mads. Um, yeah, selection committee. I reckon they were sort of if they had their time again, they might have gone a little bit smaller. You know, we've do you got know who many... could have, sorry, Debs. Do you yep. know who could have been handy? Yep, Nick Blakey. Probably a night for Blakey out there. Sat on the pine all day. Substitute the uh, concussion yeah, sub. You're so right. Too many tools. Too many tools, mate. And none of them had an impact. No, n- I mean, Cal's kicked that goal, but none of them really had an impact. Yeah, I mean, if Sinkers doesn't kick that goal, he's had an absolutely terrible game. But, you know, it was an important goal at the time, but one play for the day doesn't, you know, know, guarantee your your spot in the side, which I don't think it was anyway. But, yeah, pretty average night for Sinkers. And, you know, McLean didn't really get near it. Franklin doesn't get near it. There's your three key... Tools inside 50. They've had eight, six, and six disposals. Yeah, you're not going to win too many games of footy no. with your, you know, your, your big boys not having an impact. And contrast that, Debs, yep. to the other end of the ground where we had absolutely no answer for Ben Brown and Tom McDonald, really. Yeah. Okay. And that, I, I don't put that on uh, our back six as such. They just got some cheap marks. I think, uh, you know, Ben Brown may have take, taken a, you know, a nice contest. Maybe they took one nah. each, one each contested grabs, but they did get hit up a lot. Look, I, 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 agree. I understand what you're saying, yeah. but I think it is our back six. Our back six isn't very tall. Mm. Yeah, right. Ben Brown and Tom McDonald need tall defenders on them. You're, you're missing a Teddy Richards there, right? Yeah, it's Rampy can't do everything. Nah, Robbie Fox did well. He held Fridge to nothing. Yeah. Which was good, but mate, Ben Brown and Tom McDonald, how many did they oh, kick yeah, between them? Six five, but, six, but uh, yeah. they kick three each. Would they kick 
three for Brown and th- four. There you go. For Tom McDonough. So seven of their ten goals. Yeah. So, you know. O- on a greasy night. On a really greasy night. It's, and so if you can't match that yeah. up our end of the ground, you're never going to win. It's amazing that we were within ten, 10 points. Ten points. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah, you know, we, we – we spoke about it before, you know, we started recording. It was like, you know, everyone's up and about about us and that type of thing. And look, it's encouraging to go within 10 points of the, the top of the table, but I really don't think we executed no, much we on the on no. the weekend. And, and like the way we sort of dominated that last quarter, not being able to, you know, that's sort of two weeks in a row or well, the week before the Geelong when we, you know, just dominated that, last quarter inside 50s and it just shows that our you know we're not being effective enough going forward basically yeah correct you know there's a bit more of the bombing going around compared to that first month of footy where it was clear concise short sharp quick ball movement to find that mark inside 50 and we're, we're not getting that at, at the moment Mads not lowering the eyes Deeps no you, I'm always I'm saying it every week Deeps <laughs> lower the goddamn eyes um and they were doing it. They're a cut above. Yeah. I, I haven't given them enough credit. Yeah. I really haven't. I, I, they're a good side. They are. They've got a really good midfield. They've got a really good forward line. They've got a really good back line. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> – one more do you need, Dave? Yeah, no, nah, they're, they're going to go a long way, but they would probably want to have a loss soon, I reckon, or else, you know, it sort of – you know, gets to that point where it's you, they need the reality check, I think, but – yeah, look, still, with, with the positive thing for us, Mads, is our top end talent is playing really good footy at the moment. The Rolls Royce, Callum Mills, unbelievable, unbelievable. Thirty three touches and a cheeky snag, ten tackles around the contest, Mads, and that goal there. We love some midfield scoreboard impact, don't we, Mads? Yes. We absolutely love it. Parks, again, 32 posies. I thought Jake Lloyd's game was probably one of his best ones of the year. He's been pretty consistent again, but, you know, he's had the 28 posies, kicked that goal as well when I got, got the quick play on call and from 40 off a step, kicked a goal, and, and Rowie was good as well. And Harry Cunningham. Harry actually, Cunningham was great. Really good. Yep. Really good. And he probably needed that. He's been a little bit down. For, for mine this year, Mads. So it's good to see him back in a bit of form. But, yeah, look, encouraging. Encouraging, but signs are there. The, as we said last week, Mads, it's like we can see what's going wrong with us, which is a great thing. It's like we're not effective enough with the footy. Mm. It's like move it for – when we play that tempo footy and get it over that halfway mark and, you know, hit up – those short 45s to get that mark inside 50. Once we sort of get that ball movement right inside 50, I think we're going to damage. That's right. Yeah, hit the scoreboard real hard. And, you know, that last quarter when we've only kicked the, you know, two goals. What do we kicked? Two goals, two in the last quarter. That turns into five goals, two. Yep. And you're winning a lot more footy games. Debs, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sad to say it, right? I think we've got a really good side here. Yep. I think that side's better without Buddy in it. Yeah, look. I honestly do. Yeah. Because there were that many times that I saw I saw us go to him when he was not the right option. And you've got a bloke like Wicks or McInerney free. Yeah. And you go to Buddy and he he's never, ever been able to take a contested mark. Yeah. Really. Unless it's right out in front of him and he can juggle it. Yeah. He can't he can't get the juke, so he's not can't do what Heaney can do. Yeah. We Spe- missed Heaney. Yeah. We missed Heaney badly. Yeah. But I honestly think we lower our eyes far more and are far more unpredictable without Buddy. Yeah. And and it was that was glaringly obvious to me at the ground. Yeah, he, he's nearly he's gotta be a bit smarter and put and himself. He plays for free kicks, man. Yeah, he, he did plays on the for weekend. a lot of free kicks. Yeah. And he did not make the distance from outside 50. 50. And then he took, I think he got a free kick on his part of the ground yeah. where he kicks goals from on right on the boundary over the uh, over the left-hand side, yeah. right? 
on the left yeah, yeah. forward flank, yeah, and he passed it off. Yeah, put it to the top of the square. That's concerning. Yeah, I'll, do you think that's just got to do with maybe bit of, you know, heavy ball at the SCG? It's uh, Buddy MCG. Franklin. I know. I know what you're saying. But, you know, you, you put put through – I don't think he's lost the leg. Like he, he couldn't make it. Yeah. Couldn't make the distance. Yeah, the, look, when you do, sometimes you just go through stages where, you you know, you're not flushing the ball as you should. But the, When you, have you ever known him to yeah, not I, make no, the distance? I, I, I agree. I agree. It, it's concerning, but – I'm not. I'm not going to say he's lost his kicking the ball from outside fifty ability. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. that either. But I'm saying, I don't know. There's just a number of things that really stuck up for me to say. Jeez, it, it's he's slowing down. He's slowing he's, of down. He's yeah, slowing he's, down. you know, he's yeah. yeah. It's just losing that. You know, that two one two percent that made him a better berserk than, better player. Than everyone, everyone else, else. Yeah. exactly. Bit back to the pack, but. Yeah, Errol Golden needs a rest. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not this week. Yeah, it's funny. He's sort of playing that role, which I don't think he's too demanding on the body. But you know, he's not gathering pill like he wants. I, I'm was ca- I kind of mean more, and I've been saying this the whole year, more mentally than physically. Yeah, just a break. I'm not, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying he's you know cooked. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying you're an eighteen year old kid, and you've you know played. Essentially, what every every game? Yeah, no, he's played every game. Yep. So, probably need a break. Yeah, he's not really being impactful. No, nah, the la- the last sort of month of footy hasn't been great. No, but I, I th- it's like he's nearly just in the side for that one piece of brilliance he pulls off a game. And he's he definitely does that. Yeah, just like that that one kick that like probably only he pulls off in on our you know half forward line there. That's yeah. sort of he, he's got he, he's got his role there. So, but no, nah, I'm with you. He probably does need a little spell, just a little freshen up, freshen up, as we say, Mads. Thought Robbie Fox was great. Yeah, didn't see how I was watching down at Lawn Mads. So I did not see a lot of Foxy's game. What, what <laughs> great was probably a bit strong. He held Fridge to nothing. Yeah, so and he's it, their leading goal kicker. Yeah, so played the one on one role. Yes, with Bailey Fridge. Yes. Thought that was okay. Yeah, like, look, Robbie Fox is just, in my opinion, without yeah. watching too closely on the weekend, he's just, you know, he's... He's, he's your, a French player. Yeah, he's your, your top-up player. Um, lucky, he sort of... Did he get delisted at the end of last year? Yes. I think, I think he may have, and then there was that bit of mix-up, and the, eventually, yeah. yeah, got back on the list. But, yeah, it'd be nice just to get some stability in the side and... Just get a few few knots ironed out before the weekend, before we make our trip up to Sydney, Mads. Oh. It's going to be good. God, come and say hello. Come and have a beer. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be tipping him in, I would have thought. We'll be having a few frothy dingoes, I think, Mads. But that just about wraps up the first segment, the review of the uh, nine-point loss to the Ds. But lot to take out of it. A lot to learn, Dave. Yeah. Look, educational. Educational. <laughs> an educational for, loss. It was. Educational loss, and it's been an educational first segment it for has. the True Bloods faithful, I think. But we will be back with segment two, a bit of social engagement and everything else, Sydney Swans. Dave's We've forgotten somebody, somebody very important, Dable. Absolutely. Absolutely. He went up against the Premier Ruckman in the competition. I speak, of course, of Tom Hickey. Tricky Hickey. The MVP of the side at present. He was just phenomenal. You know, I was saying to people in the crowd, I'd get around Hickey every time he did anything. Even Melbourne supporters were saying how good he is. Four tackles. Nine kicks, 16 disposals, Steve's. Are these Ruckman's numbers or are these half four flankers' numbers? And What's that, going on? Is that a goal as well? That's Was a it, goal. Did he, he had some hot scoreboard <laughs> impact as well? I love that, Dave's. How good is this guy? He's the best. He's so good. And then I saw there was an interview with him talking about how he just wants to be a good teammate. It's like, mate, you're a Fucking legend. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, just fucking legend. Yeah, we love him. We love him. It's going to be good to see him in the flesh, Mads. I'm looking forward to that. But um, we just had to sneak that in. Tommy Hickey couldn't Do go you know without what? a mention. Him versus, I reckon he'll. No need to hit the showers, Grundy. 
think he's going to give you a bath, mate. He's got, hope he's got his towel and his bar of soap pads because he's hopefully going to get a bath out there at the SCG. If nothing else comes out of this season, Debs, Tom Hickey is enough. Yeah, 100%. Love it. Love, I love it. it. Love it. This time we will be back with Seg 2 after the break. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Dable? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Dable. Uh, you know what I don't like, Mads? What do you not like, Dable? I hate how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it? Just kill you. It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there and please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads? Speaking words of wisdom. Up, up the, the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. We are going to listen to Tom Hickey's interview with the Swannies, just with how his season's go, going so far, and also a little bit of an update on how he is treating his knee injury. Yeah, it, was, it felt like final start footy. It was pretty contested. I think it was 150 tackles or something laid for the game, so it's pretty large, but um, yeah, always pulling up a bit ginger these days, but feeling pretty good. I think we're just figuring out how to manage it at the minute. Um, last week, I probably came into the game better than I came in the week before and hoping to do that again this week. So obviously won't do a whole lot early in the week and then sort of ramp up towards um, towards the end of the week. But just managing it and it's, it's going all right at the minute. So what are you doing differently um, since the, the injury a few weeks ago? Is it less training or different type of training? Yeah, so I just, this morning we're done an Ultra G instead of training with the boys and then I'll probably join in for a little bit on Thursday. So um, just... Early in the week, it's about keeping the swelling out of it. And then as we sort of ramp up, then it's getting mobility and just getting Cherry right for the game. So it's more about getting right for Saturdays and Sundays than being right for training. So I've never really done this in my career. I've always been one to train a lot. So being held back a little bit, but um, enjoying it and, and feeling right game day. Yeah, and, and can you talk us through how you actually came back so quickly? Uh, it seemed like, you know, you reported to a game to be missing six or eight weeks, ended up being one week. Um, yeah, well... I've fully ruptured the, the PCL, but we think I might have maybe in 2016 had some a partial tear in there or some laxity in there. So when it finally went, um, it it didn't. Well, my knee didn't respond like a like a pure rupture. I, I didn't get a whole lot of swelling, and then we didn't want to put um, too many limitations on how far I'd be out of the game or how long I'd, how soon I'd come back. And we just sort of treated it symptomatically, and I was able to run within a week and train and sort of. Thought, well, why not? I haven't got one, so it can't get any worse. So let's just—I've uh, been running around like a bus the last for ten years. So what's another throw? Yeah, so it must have been a bit of a—you know—the roller coaster emotions. Thinking you're playing some great footy, and then it looks like you're going to be missing, missing a fair chunk of the season. Suddenly you're back in. Yeah, I was pretty devastated um, when it happened because I kind of obviously they did the test on game day and pretty devastated to think that I might miss sort of eight weeks. And then on the Monday I had the scan and they thought maybe it could be anywhere between four and eight. So I was optimistic with four, and then. After the first weekend of missing, all of a sudden, the the question said, "Do you want to play ne- next week?" And I'm never not going to want to play. So got myself right and just just hanging in there now. Yeah, so it didn't ever really overly hurt. And then the doctors and um, Sharon, one of our doctors, she's in rugby, so she just keeps telling me how tough they are, and I shouldn't have shouldn't have missed one. So um, so yeah, I just you know. Just rehabbed it, and when I felt like it was right, I, I went. And did you, like, in the back of your mind, that, um, you know, injury a couple of years back, did you think, oh, that might be a partial tear, or was that used to No, I, I, didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was a couple of knocks in the rack, and um, it wasn't until they sort of explained how it could be in the future when I cop a couple of knocks and it gets sore, and I sort of said, oh, I think that might have happened before, and that's when we probably thought, oh, I must have done some sort of damage to it earlier probably 2016 and my knee's been able to adapt and, and become more stable because of it and so once it finally went it wasn't that big of a shock to the knee. You've uh, been in some fantastic form as we said, Does it, what sort of clicked this year that it, uh, you've taken off so well in a new club? Yeah I don't know, I've just uh, I've, I've just sort of been, been able to play and, and not put too many limitations on sort of a role, it's going to just go out and, and try and beat my man and my, my whole game's just based around on just competing and, and trying my best and, and trying to be a good teammate. So whether it's get back and help or get forward and try and kick a couple, I've kind of just not overly been worried about getting possessions. I just want to be a good teammate. And um, I've had a couple of games where it's clicked and I'm sure I'll have a couple of games where it doesn't. So it's just trying to 
be consistent throughout the year and help the team win as many times as they can. Does the past two months feel like the, the best you've had at AFL level? I think so. I think for the longest period. I think I've had maybe three or four weeks previously in, in my career, but um, I, it would be... And the fact that we're winning helps. I've been I've been a lot of losing seasons, so you can get away having a quiet game when you win and still be happy. So um, it's it's been a really really enjoyable year, and I've loved every minute of it. And hopefully we can win a few more. Well, Mads, how good is that bloke? As I said, Debs, I, I just I couldn't love him anymore. I'm going to make a concerted effort to to meet him on the weekend and say. Would you like to come out for a beer with Debs and I? <laughs> Please. I reckon it'd be a good time. I mean, you'll definitely have a great time with us on the beers too, Mads. But that leads us into a bit of social engagement. Oh, Mads. we do love a bit of social engagement. We do. The Debs. social question this week, hashtag ask the faithful. Oh, boy. You can only have one in your side. Who is it and why? Lockett, Franklin or Kepa? How'd you, how'd you come up with this one, Debs? Were you, well, were you ma- just Matt, <laughs> sort of lock and... <laughs> God, I've always wanted to know what the faithful thing. Yeah, I do. And I was sitting there. And normally I go to you of a, you know, a, a Tuesday afternoon as we record this on the Tuesday night. And I look, I, I, I go you to you. For, I go to nothing. you for some inspiration, Mads. And then I got, I got absolutely nothing out of you, mate. So I had to use my, you know, creative brain, which isn't really there, mate. But what a, what a question to ask a faithful, though. Plugger, 1,360 goals or something berserk like that. Mads, you've got Buddy Franklin, who is probably the best modern-day forward of all time, and you've got Warwick Kepa, who was just massive for the club in its early stages. So I Kicked 100 being... two seasons in a row, Debs. Absolutely. And how often do you reckon he trained? Not very often. Bloody never, Debs. Never. Superstar. Full of talent, that bloke. Just used mm. to stand on blokes' heads for a living. Full of something else now, Debs, I'll tell you that Yeah, much. absolutely. Absolutely. But I've gone with a couple here. I've gone with Alex Hoskin. So big shout-out to Alex. He's, he says, you'd have to say plugger. However, Kappa's consistently was consistent enough. Bloody hell, Mads. Oh, I can't. I don't know if this makes sense. It says, however, Kappa's consistently amazing marks were the best to watch. No, that, that makes was, that makes that was perfect fine. sense. I, I just, I just can't read. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Buddy is amazing too, and does incredible things. He's not wrong. There's not. Oh, there's there's bulk highlights for a lot of them, Mads. For all of them, Debs. Um, I'm going to go with Noah Hayden. I know we've, we go to Noah Hayden a lot, but he does deliver good content, um, good footy content. Great footy content. Uh, tell you what, and this is probably echoing something I said to you before, Deeps. Tell you what, we are desperate right now for a guy who could take a contested mark. Imagine a Heaney Kappa forward line. Jesus. Jesus. I have never even considered that. I don't think there would ever be that many that much blonde hair down Very in a good, forward line for yeah. a long time. Very handsome forward line. Absolutely. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh um, boy. He is right, though, because let's be honest, faithful. There's one thing Buddy Franklin cannot do, and that is take a con- contested mark. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I don't think he's ever taken a specky in his life, has no. he? No. But, um... Mate, there's just been bulk engagement from the faithful. And we Joel love Brown. Big Joel, yep. Plugger, 1,300. What more needs to be said? Also, pretty sure Lockett is the only one of the three to appear in a Lowe's and Hungry Jacks commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 100%. Yep, he was just true. huge. He was huge. I'll also go with Alexander Dawes. He said... Buddy, purely for his versatility and today's modern game, you've ha- you have to have those extra strings in your bow. He's able to be a key forward, but is also an excellent uh, field kick and can deliver some absolute gems into our forward fifty. Yeah, that, that's a hundred percent right. His field kicking um, oh. is probably the most underrated part of his game. You know, these goals will be talked about forever, but his field kicking is sensational. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. Um, you know, um, Dane Rampey ran out when Plugger kicked the goal against Collingwood. Really? Yeah. The great Dane. The great Dane just sauntered out onto the SCG. Isn't that good? That? Culturally, that's just 
fantastic, so isn't just, it? It was, it was just bound to happen. It was that it bound to it's happen. A, it's a good story, Dane Rampey's story. How he, you know, Is he rookie listed? Rookie listed, went down to Williamstown to get a game in the VFL. So obviously made his way from Sydney down to Melbourne, played VFL, ended up getting picked up, rookie, captain of the club. Phenomenal. Thanks and for he, coming. And he just, he was great on the weekend. But he yeah. can't do it all. That's the thing. Can't do it, it all. It was so good. Remember our back six when it was like Nick Smith, Ted Richards, Dane Rab- oh, Grundy as well. Reg. Reg was unbelievable. Bloody phenomenal. Yeah. You could rely on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's massive. It's just like turning those those players into, you know, you know, a, a two points better player than they were. Absolutely. You know, it's like – Ted Richards, drafted, high pick, didn't make it at Essendon, delisted basically, and turns into an all Australian key back. It's a it, it just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. Um, geez, do you know who I want? Sorry, this is very off topic. Mm. I wouldn't mind Sam Collins. Sam Collins from Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah. Yeah. Love him. I, I don't know great. enough about him in all honesty. I think he's great. Yeah. think he's phenomenal. think he'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. I just feel like we need another key defender. Well, I th- yes, yes. Well, we got rid of one. We did. And we and he cha- said he's going all right. <laughs> yeah. And we chased uh, Tom Jonas as well, remember? Yes. So that probably indicates that we want one, but we've turned Tom Tommy Mack into one as well, so... It's not all not all bad news, but back to the social question, Mads. Who would you take in your forward line? I reckon. Let's say, let's say two thousand to two thousand and five. Who would you take? And then Plugger. And then without a doubt. modern day. Plugger without a doubt. Two thousand to two thousand and five. Still. Well, that was still the time of the power forward. Yeah. He, they were Sitting in it. Well, you just replace him with Barry Hall. I love Barry Hall. Love him. Love Same. him. But, but, poor. It's unbelievable. We're winning back-to-back flags if we've got Plugger in peak. Peak. <laughs> Good it, Lord. It, yeah, and just something, reliability in front of goal. Oh, you just we just didn't miss. Just didn't miss. The, he used to go back on, like, you know, greater, a more obtuse angle than the 45 and kick, drop punts, mate. Yeah, but Deeb's... What power forward did miss? Yeah. Like, they were the all footy. so accurate. It's funny. It's like you hear, um, like, forwards of, like, you can say the modern game, like, Fev talk about when he first came into he the He didn't suit. miss either. He, like, he was brought into the game kicking footies and he was, he knew his job was to kick goals, right? Yeah. That's his role to play for the team. And he used to go out there and kick footies, kick footies, kick for goal, kick for goal. Thousands of shots a week. And then there's all these sports sciences come in and they're like, you can't be doing that much kicking. You're going to do an injury. And he was told he couldn't kick, but he would put six footies in his uh, in his in in the back of his car and go to the local footy oval and kick for goal when he was told not to. And that's just what you – yeah, you this whole load management type yeah. thing these days – Repetition is a tried and true way to to become a master of your craft, no matter what it is, Debs. Yeah. Um, And I don't know why you wouldn't – Don Bradman used to hit a golf ball with a stick against a wall for hours, Debs. Yeah. I mean, that is is how you get proficient at something. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me, Debs. It needs to come back. We need to get back 100%, to what we need to do to make these players what they can be. And this topic comes up of at, so at, least, at least once or twice a year as a kicking for goal. And it's probably up a little bit in discussion with Nat Fife, two-time Brownlow medalist, one of the best modern-day players we've ever seen. Can't kick for goal. He's got the yips, right? And it's just like, you know, if a player like Nat Fife can't kick for goal, it's... It's the one part of the modern AFL game which has not improved. It's gone backwards, kicking for goal. And you've got, you know, it pisses me off. I probably show my age a little bit when you've got these blokes kicking around the corner in front of goal. 
that, like that 20 was, metres out. It's like, that was when it started to mm. be a little bit like, oh, has everyone lost confidence? Yeah. Like, it's a drop punt. Yeah. It's what you're taught as a kid. That's how you kick for goal. And now you're, you're on a slight angle and you're kicking around the corner. corner. It just It's crazy, mate. It's insane. I don't know how this happened. Neither, mate. We're not going to solve it today, no, though, Dave. we're not. We're not. But yeah, a bit of a little, a bit of a throwback segment to there, Mads. I liked it. I, I like the, like it a lot, Dave. It's, it's great discussion, mate. It's always robust discussion in here, and it, it's great. It's great. Nice little change up there for the faithful, but we'll be back with segment three preview that game against the Pies, 145 up at the SCG. 145 game. We'll be back. Debs, where do you get your podcast from? Mads, personally, I am an Apple podcast man. Well, you know, Debs, you can actually get True Bloods from Spotify. Spotify, we love some Spotify. Google Podcasts. And all good. And Apple Podcasts as well. Probably the biggest, Debs. Exactly right. But also, if you go on those now, you can actually look at our back catalogue. We've got player interviews from Alex Johnson, Ted Richards, Callum Sinclair, and there's just a whole barrel of gags, really, Deeble. Absolutely, Mads. It is just high-quality stuff. Welcome back to True Bloods, Mads. We yes. Are, we are back to preview. Preview? <laughs> the Swannies game that we will be in attendance yeah, we will. to Saturday afternoon, SCG 145. Have you got a weather update? I'm, I was just thinking that I'm hearing 18 and sunny. 18 and – you are kidding. That sounds like perfect frothy weather. And how, and the 145 time slot. 145. Yes, no, it is looking positive, Mads. Just getting the bomb up here. Give me give me a seven-dayer. Give me a seven-dayer. We don't. Yes, 18 and sun. Oh! 18 and sun. Got him. All right, fantastic. And 1.45 p.m. Just phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely, Mads. Um, what, are you, what are you looking forward to, to uh, seeing at the SCG? I just really want to soak in the atmosphere. It's nice to not be around fuckwits all the time, you know? It's it's the big change for us Mads is being the home side. You you just don't get it in Melbourne and it's a completely different experience. It really footy. is. You yep. know, when everywhere you look it's red and white and you know there's gonna be minimal Collingwood supporters up there, especially with the pies not travelling too well at the moment, mate. Correct. Exactly. They suck. Um, it's great to see. And it's the last time I was there was the Gary Rowan game. Rowan. Rowan. Mark. 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 <laughs> Rowan. He's a fuckwit, isn't he? Absolutely. And he's playing the best football of his life. Yeah, he's a gun. Not. Oh, he is. <laughs> no, he, look, he... Tore shreds through Richmond. Yeah, look, there's his one game that he... Um, steps know, up and performs. Debs, he's doing it more and more often. I don't know, Mads, but I don't uh, know. I anyway, think, uh, point is, <laughs> you don't want me to get on the Gary Rowan. Well, man. it's just hey, you, I hate him too, Debs, but he's he's playing really consistent football. Yeah, but you wait until you wait until fucking September comes around, and it's a really important game. And well, it was goes, a really important game on Friday, Debs. Yeah, and that happens during the during. Uh, and it's great for Geelong to get the win and Gary Rowan to play a ripper. But I wonder how he, he how he went in that grand final last year. How did he go in those previous two finals? Nowhere to be seen. And that's I where I haven't seen him since the 2016 grand final days. Exactly. Yeah, it's where's 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 Gary generally <laughs> out when he when he pulls on the hoops down there, mate. But anyway, look, it pisses me off the Gary Rowan shit, mate. But look, you know what pisses me off the most? What so, days? Is when I am in those Sydney Swans groups and people are posting shit about Gary Rowan kicking five goals on the weekend. I could not give a shit, Mads, what Gary Rowan is doing for the Geelong Footy Club. He hasn't been at our club, Mads, for three years. Three years, Mads, and you get these imbeciles <laughs> posting shit in the Sydney Swans groups. I do not care what Gary Rowan is doing. I do not care that Gary Rowan's broken up with his wife. I do not care that he's rooting some bird from the club or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care, Mads. 
Oh, what's that? The Oakley locksmith uh, whack of the week? Is no, it? no, that's just that's just, some that's just pure facts. That's just devil letting off some steam. Those groups are those groups are berserk. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous, mate. <laughs> There's a lot of Alia content as well. Oh, jeez, you would have thought Alia Alia was the the best player since sliced bread, bads. Like, yeah, he was okay, but jeez, taking intercept marks. He's the same. He's doing the Although, same as Tom, Tom They actually posted a, a picture of Valir on the weekend saying, oh, how cool yeah, is this yeah, picture yeah. of Valir in the Swans group? I don't give a fuck. It's not a Port Adelaide group. Get him out of here. Jesus, Mads. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I think there would be a few that feel the same too, Mads. I, I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. How good's yeah. <laughs> Feels good to get that off my chest, man. <laughs> that it? photo, yeah, that photo. If people are listening to this and they know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, Just um, so. yeah. Keep it relevant, fellas. Keep <laughs> keep it relevant. <laughs> we should post that photo for Leah earlier. <laughs> See the response. Um, now, look, there's a few injury concerns. They thought they were going to get Howe back. Gone for the year, man. Yeah, cooked. Yep, forking him. Sorry, boys. Taylor Adams? No. Nope. D- Dugowie kicked six last week, so we can count on him doing fuck all this coming Saturday. Yeah, six goals, three. Solid day out. Um, Rampy will probably go to him when he plays forward. I would have thought. He'll tear him. I would have thought. Tear him up one-on-one. Keen. Keen to I'm see just, Rampy. I'm, I'm, do you know what I'm happy about, Debs? Yep. For some bloody reason, even if it's perfect conditions in Sydney, they stay water the ground beforehand and it's slippery as. Yeah. It's one forty five. Hopefully there's no dew. It's yeah, not slippery. Not. We can play some clean footy. Yeah, and hopefully be able to tear up the pies with our ball movement. That's what I want to see. Because, look, you've always got to be wary of your Scotty Pendlebury's. You know, Grundy v Hickey in the ruck. That's going to be important for us, Mads. You know, against North, I'm just having a look here, Mads. Main Noble, Crisp and Maynard have had, you know, 30 disposals each. Maynard's good. Yeah, good off half-back. Off half-back, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get you got Steele still running around as well. So, yeah, look, there's still some quality as there is with every side. Oh, there's, yeah. some, there's some quality getting around, but you know, I think I think system, our system should hopefully just if we're as good as we think we are, our system should just beat Geelong, uh, the Pies. The Pies, Collingwood. yes, yeah. it should, it should. If we're if we're thereabouts, if we're losing to Melbourne by nine points, we should be beating Collingwood by five goals. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Theoretically, but yeah. I mean. A lot of things, a lot of weird things have been happening, right? Yeah. So, who knows? It's, I think every every game at the moment, with the fact that we're playing quite what I would consider to be inconsistent football, I think every game is a danger game. Yeah. And I think we just need to go back to basics. Yeah. And lower our eyes, hit up targets, hit up short targets, run. We started against Melbourne in the last quarter was the only time that we started running past people who had taken a mark. And getting the hand off. Yeah. And playing on. I love when we do that. Yeah. Love it. There's always someone running past. I'd love to be able to sort of do that and really sort of break lines and tear shreds through them and, and get back to the form that we were in in the first four rounds. You know who's just about ready to explode, Matt? Who? James Rowbottom. I, I was thinking that. Yeah, he's just building. His last two weeks have been very impressive. Like He made a couple of errors last week. Yeah. But you, you're so right. He's just, I think, he had, a, he had an injury. Yeah. I think he's gotten some continuity back, and I think he's ready to become an A grader. 100%. I just feel he's building that sort of tsunami-type vibe that mm. we hit with uh, Isaac Heaney earlier in the year, Mads, but... He's, yeah, he's just that – he's tough. Tough, mate. 12 yeah. tackles on the weekend he had. Yep. He's massive. I just think Rowie's really, really about to go bang and burst onto the stage. Um, and Papley, he's probably due. He's, he could pop up for some scoreboard impact, I feel. Does Heaney come back in? 
Oh, if he's ready to go, hundred percent. Mm. Sinkers the, out, surely. Yeah, sinkers out. Mate, give a Marty a go over sinkers. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to go too tall, Mads. No, but I'm, but yeah. I'm, no, but I'm yeah, just saying. If you are, I'm yes, saying know, if yeah. you need someone. Yeah, we got better than. Come on. Yeah, I th- come on. No, but I agree with you. I, I think the only tall players should be Hickey and McLean and Buddy, if necessary. Yeah. Yeah, well, if, if you need three, yeah, if you need three, hundred percent, hundred percent, and getting the ball in Dawson's hands too, pretty key. I think he's been very good the last month. He's um. Do you, do you think? I mean, I, I think he's been great as well. But do do you think there are many changes that we make this week? Well, was there VFL on the weekend? Yes. Oh no, potentially because of COVID. Uh, that's right, it got pushed back. Yes. Got pushed back the week. So there's no form to go off last week, but if uh, Heaney's ready to go, comes back in for sinkers. I was thinking Braden Campbell for O'Reardon. Yeah, I tend to agree with that too. That's a pretty pretty good... I don't even know where I'm going with that, mate. I just agree with you. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah, no, okay, Campbell, a couple of weeks off. He's, uh, I think... I don't know, this is sort of the way I think I would work as a young player. It's sort of, you know, being out of the side for a couple of weeks, you sort of have a bit of chance to think and reflect on what you've been doing at AFL level and sort of get to build a bit of a plan to go in, you know, how you're going to attack it next time you get a chance. And I think he's obviously been a pretty impressive youngster coming up through the ranks. So I think the the time off is would have been good for young Braden. I reckon so too. That's I'm I'm a... I'm big on just sort of rolling them through. I want con- I want consistent games, but it's okay to have a game off now and again. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, Logan McDonald's another one. Pro- probably not necessary to come in this week, but, you know. Yeah. It's, you have a bit of time off. You get your head right. You plan. You make, you make give yourself goals. Yeah, of what you what you want out, what you individually want out of a game. Yeah. You know, I think too many people. I, I know they don't say it to the media, but it's all you know, team first, team first. I would imagine you've got to set goals for yourself, right? You've got to be like, okay, I want to work on this. Yeah. I want to. I want to <clears> do this. I yeah. want. To, I want to have two tackles inside fifty. Yeah. You know, I want to kick a goal. Yeah. No. And it, it gives you the time to actually – I imagine it would be such a fast-paced environment, Debs. Yeah. Especially for an 18-year-old. Easy to get caught up in so it. So easy. Yeah. So easy to get caught up in it. And, like, for instance, you see – I'm just – I'm merely speculating here, Debs, but see if, you, see if you're with me. Like, say, for Braden and Errol, right – there would be a natural competition between them and you'd be like, oh, Braden be like, oh, Errol's – playing a little bit better than me and can probably, you know, get down on yourself. It's very hard, very easy to sort of, yeah. you know, compare yourself to someone else where you, you're really just – the, the race is only with yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. And it's what you bring to the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, when you're sort of on that, you know, your, your spot's not guaranteed every week. You know, the the mental game is very, very large and it's sort of, yeah, you've got to win that, that mental battle to get back on top and – be confident in what you can execute, and if you're executing your part for the team, you, you're going to play, aren't you? So, no, it's definitely um, some interesting points you make there. Uh, but yeah, I think he, I think he's should be brought back into mm. the side. It's, so sort of, it's funny, it's you know these players go out of the side for a couple of weeks, and they sort of you know you, they get lost. You don't see him in the review, and you know uh, a VFL game not being played on the weekend. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see him back in the side. Yeah, absolutely for sure. He, he, that that left boot, and when he gets that first goal, you know, cheeky one round the it's back. Gonna be good. Be nice if it was this oh, week. Wouldn't it be nice? We table. would be up and about out of our chairs, but I think we're we're both settling on about a five goal win. Are yes. we, Mads? Yes. I would love to see a five goal and, win. And I will I will be downloading Instagram again. There will be some good footy content. Some good I footy content. So make sure you are following us on the socials. At True Bloods Pod, give us a follow, cheeky follow, maybe a cheeky review while you're there. That'd be much, <laughs> muchly appreciated. Are we on to the tips, Stable? We are. We're on to the tips. Let's uh, be quick about this. Let's cut it through. Absolutely. Nicely. Friday night, Etihad or Marvel Stadium, St Kilda v Geelong. Oh boy, boy, oh, oh boy. Oh 
boy, oh boy, this is going to be a fucking bloodbath, Debs. <laughs> well, let's actually try pick some winners, Mads. Uh, uh, our, our tips and locks of the week have been very, very well, average. I mean, yeah, yes, you're right. The, the, <laughs> but the lock of the lock of the week is not something that should ever be wrong, Debs. Yes. Like there's no <laughs> – which one are you going to go we'll, – we'll figure that out. Yeah. Geelong are going to win this game. Yeah. Geelong for me, St Kilda beat Gold Coast last week. No, no, no. Geelong. Very impressive. If, that, if St Kilda win the last week, they're due for a loss this week. That's yeah. how they're going this year. Yeah. Next. Uh, we've done the Swannies game, Hawthorne and North Melbourne. Poor oh, stinker. 17th feet, 18th, I think. Oh, do you know what? North could get Jag their first win here. Hawthorne Com- suck. Competitive first half. I think Hawth- uh, Hawthorne's best is better. So Hawks for me. Okay, cool. Gold Coast v Brisbane. Brisbane by like Q Clash. Q Clash, Metricon. Go oh, Brisbane. Brisbane. Brizzy hitting hitting some form. Yeah, Brisbane. Hitting some form. Port Adelaide v the Doggies. Poor, good, good clash. Saturday night, Adelaide Oval. I'd have to say Port. Yeah, West At Adelaide Oval. Yep. Doggies let Carlton into that game yep. and then came home with a wet sail. That's what you should be doing, though, if you're a flag favourite, yep. which I think the dogs are. The dog's best is up there with the best, no doubt. I, I think I'll side with Port there, too. Richmond v GWS. Rich, Richmond to bounce back. Yes, Tigers as well. Essendon v Frio. Marvel, Saturday, uh, Sunday Arvo. Essendon. Essendon as well. West Coast v Adelaide. Over at Optus. I was going to say Adelaide. I was going to give you an Adelaide. Adelaide. But, um, no, if it's over in Optus, it's a foregone conclusion, isn't it, Table? It is. Uh, what's the lock of the week, Debs? Is that the is that the Grenache Hour as well? It, I think it is. That is in the Grenache Hour. This website I always go into it. Has Why do you go two, on a weird website get, for get, the tips? It, it, it goes Australian Western Standard Time and then Australian Eastern Standard well, Time. It doesn't standardise at 2.40. That is the Grenache Hour. That's then. the Grenache yes. Hour. And then it has 3.20 Australian Eastern, so it. Does it in that order? Oh, right. Because it's after, but it is after that game. Yeah, all right. So that is the Grenache Hour. hour. Um, And the Oakley... And that's the lock of the week. No, 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 no. That's coming up in the next game. So the Oakley Locksmiths lock of the week this week is the Melbourne Footy Club against Carlton. Lock it in. Is that that, Sunday, 3.20 Sunday. Okay. So, and what, the Grenache Hour 440. Okay, beautiful. Um, you think the Melbourne Football Club are going to dominate Carlton. That's the lock of the that week. That is the lock of You're the week. You're trusting that pack of insipid, P-hearts. losing culture P-hearts to be the lock of Good the week, are you? <laughs> well, I can't go any, any worse at the moment, Mads. You so. yeah, you're not going well. Yeah, so we'll lock that in. Lock that in. Lock it in. You've heard it here first. The Oakley Locksmiths Lock of the Week. The Melbourne Footy Club. Well, Mads, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent (laughs) Sydney Swans fan podcast. We have had an absolute treat in here tonight. It's been good. We will be up at the SCG. So if you are around the area, around Moore Park, where are we going to go for a cheeky beer before, Mads? Um, you know what? We'll post it when we figure that. We'll we'll figure it out and we'll post we'll it. We'll post it on the socials. So make sure you stay engaged there and pop in for a cheeky beverage with the boys from the True Bloods pods. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And as we end every potty, speaking words of wisdom up the Swatties.